Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo, and the Warriors beat the Sacramento Kings 113-98 in a game where they didn't have Jordan Poole or Andrew Wiggins because both those dudes were out for COVID protocols. So the challenge was, were the Warriors going to get enough scoring in this game without their second and third best scores so far this season? And Steve Kerr decided to start Jonathan Kaminga, which was the big intrigue of the night, how Kaminga would do. And I'll start off with him. He played okay. He made some mistakes. He had a nice fast break layup. I mean, that guy can just get to the cup so easily in transition. It's it's amazing. And he was matching up with Harrison Barnes. And it was like Warriors small forward past versus Warriors small forward future. Kaminga looked bigger than Harrison Barnes. He looked more athletic. And it's crazy because Harrison Barnes, he's not the best player in the world, but that dude came into the league pretty athletic and pretty strong. So just to see Kaminga at 19 and compare him to a grown man, Harrison Barnes, it's crazy to see the the difference already. But unfortunately, Jonathan Kaminga, I guess he kind of tweaked his lower back, strained it a little bit. I noticed he wasn't on the bench for most of the first half, and that was like the big question. So hopefully it's not a big deal. It's kind of a bummer that uh, he didn't get his chance to shine with all the vets who were playing, but he'll get his, you know, he'll get his eventually. What did this game prove to us? It proved to us that the Warriors are still pretty deep and that their veterans can bring it when they need to. Andre Godala played 24 minutes. Otto Porter Jr. played 29 minutes. And both those dudes were critical. Andre scored 10. And he hit two two out of four three-pointers. And all season, he's been terrible from three. So that's good to see. And Otto Porter Jr., he was two for five from three. 12 points, five for nine overall. They needed to play more and score more and do more. And they did. Steph was 13 of 27, 30 points. And Draymond Green even scored 16 points. He had a triple-double with 10 assists and 11 boards overall. So this is a team of guys who have been through the ringer. And it's nice that they can still flip that switch and take care of business when they need to, when they are shorthanded. So, you know, this is a game that, like, who knows, if this were on the road... If this were the second night of a back-to-back, if they hadn't rested these guys, I mean, all these dudes, Otto Porter Jr., Andre Guadalla, Draymond Green, Steph, all those dudes rested against Toronto. They didn't even go to Toronto. They just flew back home to the Bay. If they hadn't, then they might not have had this much gas. They might not, they might not have had this much energy to play that many minutes. So that's huge. Stroke of luck considering they didn't expect to be without Wiggins, who also sat out that Toronto game. Also, some of the supporting role players played a little bit better at home. I talked about how on the road, benches in general, not just the Warriors in general, don't play as well as they do at home. And Damon Lee, he was starting in place of Jordan Poole. That dude was seven for eight from the field, four for four from three, had five boards, plus 11 with 18 points. So that's a pretty good showing, you know? (laughs) They really needed him to actually play well. He'd been missing shots on that road trip the whole time. And it's good to see they're going to need that next couple of games, especially if 
Wiggins and Poole are out for an extended period. Gary Payton played well too. He had some nice dunks, five for nine, played some good defense, six boards. So, you know, he had 12 points. So that's what you want to see, right? Again, we know that the Warriors are a very, very deep team overall. So this is one of those games that they're able to pull out against a far lesser, not necessarily untalented, but lesser Sacramento Kings team, which is now 13 and 19. So the Warriors are 25 and 6. That sounds awesome. So hopefully they just keep moving forward, piling on wins, and find ways for their main guys like Steph and Draymond and Andre Iguodala to stay healthy, to stay out of COVID protocols and all that good stuff. But it's going to be interesting here on out. I talked a couple episodes ago about COVID and more players are falling by the wayside in terms of having to sit out due to COVID protocols. The Warriors obviously are no exception to that. And it's hard to say how long exactly some of these guys will be out. But, you know, I've been wondering about whether or not they're going to put a pause on the season, suspend the season for a little bit. And my guess is that they at least wouldn't do it until they got through the Christmas games because those Christmas games are such big time, prime time television for them and for their advertisers that they just want to get past that, I'm sure. Right now, they've removed the restrictions on two-way players before I think it was like, 50 games they could play or be eligible to play on the big league clubs, but now they can do that all season. And pretty soon you might be seeing G League players coming up the ranks and filling in spots for hardship. So if more Warriors players fall, hey, you might see the return of not just Jordan Bell, who's on the Santa Cruz Warriors G League team, but also your man, Jacob Evans the third. That's right. So... <laughs> We'll see. I talked about how COVID might affect teams in general and specifically the Warriors. And I was like, well, if they lose this game tonight, then this is due to just that, you know, because they didn't have Poole, they didn't have Wiggins. If they lost, those would be the things that you point to. And these games count, right? These games will count. So I'm curious to see what happens. It's going to be a day-by-day, week-by-week thing as we get into these winter months as cases go up around North America. So, you know, just keeping it again on the basketball court, you want to see them collect as many wins as possible just to stay, if not in first place, like just up there in the top two or three, regardless of what happens the rest of December, January into February. It's not all doom and gloom for the Warriors because other teams will have to deal with this stuff too. But at any given time, is it going to be basically which team has better G-leaguers in their system? You know, is that what it might come down to? It would be absurd. But in the last couple of years, we've seen far more crazy things. Hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that'll make you a winner once any shot gets past goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. The NHL got rid of ties in 2005, so you know someone is going to light the lamp. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, no worries. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBP 
ESPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And I got to say, you know, just one observation about the Kings. I've always been a fan of Tyrese Halliburton. Like when everybody says he was the surprise of the 2020 draft class, that's only because he fell for some unknown reason. A lot of people were saying that he should be a top four draft pick. And for some reason he dropped, but that guy can do so many things. He reminds me of Andre Godala minus the crazy athleticism but with a better shot. He just knows how to play. He can play either guard position. He can facilitate, he can shoot, and he just makes good things happen. You know, I used to say, even though the deal was never really on the table, it was just a hypothetical. Like when the Warriors were going into the 2020 draft, I was like, oh, what if the Warriors drafted James Wiseman and then traded that Minnesota pick and took Tyrese Halliburton? Can you imagine Halliburton on this team, on this Warriors team? It'd be amazing, right? But... Ever since that pick turned into Jonathan Kaminga, I'm like, hell no. <laughs> hell no. I'll take Kaminga over Tyrese Halliburton any day. Halliburton can definitely help more now, but Kaminga is not far off from helping the Warriors in a way that they actually need more just because of everything that Kaminga can potentially do. Anyway, the Warriors, they get the Memphis Grizzlies who have John Morant back. And the Grizzlies, of course, have taken two in a row from the Warriors going back to the play-in games and the first matchup earlier this season. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, right? I think the Warriors are a better team as proven and shown by the record, but we'll see. We'll see. The Warriors are not going to be at full strength. Who knows if Memphis will? So every game, it's going to be a kind of a crapshoot. You know, it's going to be true for the Warriors. It's going to be true for all other teams. Just weather the storm of uncertainty of one day, just not knowing who's going to be available and who's going to have to play more minutes, who is going to have to be brought up from the G League, who's going to be taken from the end of the bench and dropped into the rotation. We'll see how that goes with Memphis. And then there's the Phoenix game in Phoenix on Christmas Day. Again, we'll see what that's like who's still available, who's still standing for both those teams at that point. Who knows? I know that the NBA is probably trying to figure out ways and do everything that they can not to pause the season, but there's so much up in the air. Eventually it might be unavoidable, but you know, we all take it one day at a time and you hope for the best. Hopefully things can stay as close to normal on the court, off the court and in regular life. Anyway, that's another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, and check us out at OaklandWarriors.com. And be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please leave us a five-star rating either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else you listen and leave us a nice review if that's something that you can do as well. It'd be much appreciated. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs. <laughs>